Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Uh, hang on, Marco. Listen to a real band. To save his life, call his wife in. Nothing to say, but what a day. How's your boy been? 409, good morning. It's up to you. I've got nothing to say, but it's okay. That's right. Good morning off the Sgt. Pepper album, which certainly was pretty damn good. You know what? I'm going to give you credit in this. You're going to make me hate the Beatles, and I don't. Congratulations. You're going to make me hate them. Okay, I don't That's on you. You're going to cling this tight. You're going to make me hate If you want What's clinging tight? What's clinging tight? I mean, let's not do this again. I'm just saying. Overly sensitive. You're worried about Stanton doesn't like that his GM is calling him out in the media. You're overly sensitive about the Beatles. He's not calling him out. I mean. I'm not overly sensitive. You ask me a question and then are flabbergasted by the answer. Which is pretty much what happened with Cashman, too. People asked a question about Stanton, and people are flabbergasted by the answer. Which, by the way, I'm pretty sure it was part of his press conference that he gave the other day. So we all heard it, right? We all saw it. I don't think this was new, no, was it? This was, a, this was new with the... This was a side, yeah. The, okay. That's why there's no audio. It was a side yeah, thought, with the Daily News. Okay. So it was... Did you become Darth Vader there? Well, yeah, no, I sounded with... But he commented on Stanton in that interview. Again, this was a simple thing that he blew up. You're the GM for the Yankees. You've been in front of the microphone for 25 mm-hmm. years. You know what the answer is, and you know what the answer is going to be that's going to cause a story. You were, you wanted this to be a story. You didn't need it to be. You wanted it to be. No, we didn't. I, I, I think he's you just being honest. You know damn well with that answer that it becomes a story. That he's you haven't really? been around long enough to know that the difference is? Wait a second. Wait a second. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Because now in these two things, we've unearthed major things. One, I like the Beatles, and two, Stanton gets hurt. Neither of these are stories. Stan gets hurt. We all know that. But Everyone Cashman knows has got to be smart enough to understand the concept of calling him out in the He's media. He's not calling him he out. He did. Part of his game? Yeah. It's part of his game? Yes. No. It's unfortunate that it happens or whatever stock answer you want to give. Oh, You're the stop. GM for the Yankees. You've been oh, in front of the mic. Stop. You know what to do. Oh, you stop. wanted Stanton to get annoyed. Oh, stop. And instead of doing it to his face, you went through the media to oh, do it. Oh, stop. I bet you they had this conversation with him. I'm telling you right now, they told him not to run last year. And to so his face. So he wouldn't face, get hurt. They That's what prob- they told him. If you know what? If you want to say that to his face, they you go right did ahead. Say it to and his I bet face. you the player doesn't get annoyed. They already said it to his I face. I think Stanton's annoyed in the fact that, yeah, I got to hear it from the fans, and I deal with that on a nightly yeah. basis, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. I don't need it from my GM two weeks after the season where we all to sucked, say, and now you're putting it on me. Who's putting it on him? He, he's knocking every. I mean, he's he's defending everything, saying all kinds of stuff. No. Who's he putting defended it on Stanton? everything he did, and then Who's he's throwing it on everybody else. He's not The reason that they had a bad season was because they were injured. It's his fault. I put together a good team. You didn't get on the field. We just read into it whatever we want to say. The fact that he called him a great hitter. He said he's still a great hitter. They need him on the field. He's a great hitter. And you couldn't leave it at that? He's he's injury prone. Everybody knows it. No, 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 no. He's a great hitter. Yeah. we got to find a way to make sure we have him on the field as much as we can because we need his bat in the lineup. That's pretty much End what he said. End of the said. conversation. No. He said being injured is part of his game. Yeah. Oh, he wow. needed that. He didn't need that out Oh, there. it's so stupid. It is part of his game. You have to act for it. You have to prepare for it. It's part of his game, unfortunately. Right. He didn't act for it. He didn't prepare for Not it. And last year, now he had it. to. No one's blaming him for anything. Now he's blaming him for it. No one's blaming him for anything. Wow. No one's blaming him. Wow. 
Was the question, what happened to the season? It was like, well, Stan got hurt? When they asked him all the questions, when he was doing the BS and, and all the expletives fly, how many times did he talk about injuries are a huge part of this? We had the, he right had the one. On paper, he had the one answer. And he the had the one answer saying, if you want me to say injuries aren't a part of it, I can't say that. Injuries are a part of it. He's 100% right. Injuries are a part of it. So you didn't plan for any injuries. 100% Injuries happen. Yeah. Then it's now on the player for getting injured. No even one's though putting it on the you player. Unfortunately, he gets injured. we got to try and keep him healthy. That's a different quote. See, see, no, it's not. He, yeah, it injury's is. part of his game. We got to keep him no, healthy. He's a great hitter. Part of his game. That's the problem. Oh, stop. We're, we're mincing words over nonsense. Again, you've been in front of the mic for how long? Yeah. You don't know? You I, don't know. You don't know what's going to get taken and run with in New York? It doesn't matter. You're, aware, you're not aware of the situation? What situation? That stand gets hurt. Everybody's aware of it. Everybody's aware of it. The idea that it's opened it up to the to like oh, and now really, I mean, the what other free agents are going to say, or like the idea that oh, he's upset by this. We all know he gets hurt. We all know it. So if like, we know I don't it, why understand. do I need the GM to say it? Because he's asked about Stan. I don't know the context of the whole interview. He's asked about Stan. Like that's At what the situation. Point is the context of the interview needed to be said. This is part of his game. It's it's the it is part of his game. What did it need to be said? I don't know. He said none of it needed to be said. He could have kept his mouth shut and not said anything. Fine. There but he's, he's answering about the team. No. And the idea that Stan would get mad at it, sorry. Sorry. You are injured all the time. You are injured all the time. You uh, you we all hate him for being injured, but the minute Brian Cashman mentions it, now it's Brian Cashman's fault that he's injured. Again, there is a difference between what the fan wants and what the GM wants and what is said publicly. There is a difference between what is said by a fan and what's right. said by the GM. I also think that it is partly with the responsibility of the player to stand there and answer the questions. Stand the one thing that he has done, has done a great job 100%. of standing there and saying, no excuses, yep. I need to be better, and I need yep. to be out there with my teammates. He also doesn't need for his GM, if he wants to say it to his face, so be it. Which I in guarantee the media, they have. In the media, coming out with this. It's unnecessary and unprompted. What was the point? What are you trying to do? Because as a GM, you have to have the idea of he's what your players need to the know. Cuff. He's asked about. He's he was speaking off to the cuff then to the point of cursing people out. Then you're incompetent in your oh, job. Stop incompetent. Because in of thirty years in front of the microphone, you cannot just lash out. Everything what? needs to be measured. You're now the voice of the Yankees. He's now. He's been the voice of the Yankees for 30 years. And you shouldn't be able to step in it with every word uh, that comes out of your mouth. That's not stepping in it. I'm sorry. It's just not stepping in it. The reaction to it's ridiculous. We're looking to get Brian Cashman. The The reaction to it's absurd. The reaction to it's absurd. I think you coddle him way too much. No, I don't. I want him fired. He's done it. Every movie made has been terrible for two years. This is telling us the obvious? There's two things. GM and the manager. You're the mouthpiece. You can't. You can't vary from oh, and Oh, but then we baby them. We never pu- we never criticize them. We never hold anybody accountable. We never do any of that. And then the one time he steps up and no. says, yeah, listen, injury's a part of his game. We need him out there. That's for your play, not for your That's, injuries. I'm sorry. There's a difference. There's a difference. He's not holding him accountable. I'm just saying, like, he's talking. Like, we want them to be, like, you want him to do what you want him to say exactly what you want him to say. When he says nothing, how can you not say anything? When he says something, oh, my God, you said something. 
Like, it's just, it's too much. It's getting ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, I do feel like you're kind of going overboard, though. The idea is to say nothing while saying words. That's the point of it. Now, we don't like that. It doesn't doesn't serve our purpose of what we're trying to do on a daily basis, but that's his job. That's what he's supposed to do. No, he's supposed to put a team together, do a better job, make sure you have more depth. Yeah, no kidding. But when he's the mouthpiece and when he's having the conversation, you got to be able to come up with the Right. right answers. And you can't come up with nonsense with BS and all this other, yeah. you know, constant jumping out at everybody else. What are you doing? He's not jumping out at anybody else. I don't, I, I don't know. He, he's taking responsibility of the bad moves. He's defending them at the time. He defended them. Process. You can't yeah. take responsibility and defend them at the same time. Sure you can. Mac, you either take responsibility for your actions or you don't. If I sit here and tell you that I'm culpable, no, I can't saying, turn around and yeah. say why. No, you're saying I built the team. I made the, the the team isn't good enough for the for what I did. But on paper, but our, we were really good. We no, just got hurt a he lot. He didn't say that. Yeah, he did. No, he didn't. He didn't say on paper. Where, he said you we're pretty good in our thought processes. He's defending the thought at the time, but he's not defending the quality of the product. You called it. the season a d- d- disaster. You hedge it every time you go to take responsibility. You hedge it. You can't. That's the point. That's no, what responsibility is. Uh, the tone was bad. I killed him for the tone. I agree. He went too overboard. He was too angry. He was yelling. That's fine. I agree. He should have just said, listen, I need to do better. The last handful of years has not been good enough. I agree. I agree. Uh, ultimately, I agree with you on that concept. But the idea of now all of a sudden we can't say the obvious anymore. He can't go out there and say, Stanton gets hurt. I, you know, we, we need him out there because he's, it's probably under the context of doing anything to get rid of him. Well, everyone wants to get rid of him. Cut him. Eat him 10 cents on a dollar. It's all I hear all day. I don't care what you have to do. Get rid of him. It's addition by subtracting. You got to get rid of him. You got to get rid of him. He sucks. He's holding the team down. The contract is the disaster. We could have had Harper. We could have had this one. Stanton's a bum. Stanton's a bum. Hey, listen, injuries are part of his game, but we need him out there. He's a great hitter. What a son of a, get him the hell, what a bastard he is. How can you possibly say that? How can you say you actually want the guy? We all want him gone for anything. We'll do anything to get rid of Stanton. Anything. But, hey, listen. Injuries are part of his game, but we need him out there because he's a good hitter. Injuries are a part of his game? Whatever you think about Stanton, he doesn't deserve comments like that in the media. Bull, Bull crap. Sorry. Disagree. Disagree. Thank you. I understand your point. I disagree with it. I have no problem with the comments. He is he is injury prone. It's a fact. They should be building for it. And we, we all call them incompetent, like they don't know what's going on. At least he acknowledged to me he's aware he has to plan for Stanton to get injured. At least now I'm aware that he's aware. Like that's whole, the whole part of this thing is we listen to him and we're like, okay, fine. Okay, you want to defend this, you want to defend that. How about moving forward? How do we fix the team? And if he came out there and go, listen, Stan's great. We expect him to be healthy this year. I'd be like, you moron. How could you possibly expect him to be healthy this year? At least he's giving me a window into the idea of, hey, we're planning for Stan to be hurt because uh, guess what? He's going to be. So, yeah, I was fine with it. Okay, good. I guess we'll move on then. 877-337. And this is your episode of Yankee Hot Stove. Uh, Sam and Hackensack. What's up, Sam? Hey, I got to tell you, I love this show. Okay? Well, thank you very much. I'm an overnight guy. You're terrific. Uh, two quick things, and then I wanted to give you my Beatles point. Mm-hmm. Uh, new George Harrison book is fabulous, and they reissued the blue and the red um, collections. And uh, I got the red collection. It's it's really great. It sounds brighter. Oh, cool. I picked it up on vinyl. It's very very good. Oh, nice. 
Yeah, okay. I, heard, I heard they were coming up. But again, yeah, go now, ahead. The, Be- the Beatles, I hate when anybody compares anybody to the Beatles. The only exception for me is the Rolling Stones. I always thought of them as like 1A and 1B. Yeah. But the Beatles hold a unique position, not only in rock, in pop culture, and in, hit, but no in history. There's, there's nobody like the Beatles. The only um, weak link to me, because I, I bought all the CDs when they first came out, is uh, Yellow Submarine. Well, it, yeah, I mean, listen, Yellow Submarine isn't really a Beatles album. It's a kid thing they did a movie with. Mike in Manhattan, what's up, Mike? Hey, Chris, what's happening, bro? Listen, before I get to it, I want to tell you, are you a fan of, of, of Oasis? Uh, yeah, I mean, a little bit. I know they're a huge Beatle um, fandom, right, right. and they were influenced very heavily by the Beatles. But I like, right. like they did the Morning Glory uh, album was pretty good, but I didn't follow it. was them. all right, yeah. But go ahead. All right, listen, we all know Buffalo's in trouble, big time. Yes. They don't make the playoffs. Can you see a scenario down the line with a giant trade up for Josh Allen with their draft No, picks? no, no, no. They're not going to trade Josh Allen. No, they're in trouble. Allen has reverted back a little bit. He's turned the ball over. Um... You know, he hasn't been as good. And listen, Brian Dable has been part of that. I do think Brian Dable was good for him, and he's regressed clearly without him. But now, Buffalo might fire McDermott. Buffalo might make some changes. But I don't think Buffalo is going to get off Josh Allen. No. He's been too talented. He's been too good. Uh, When you get a quarterback like that, you don't move off of him. Uh, So, no. That I do not see. I do not see Buffalo giving up on Josh Allen. Maybe the head coach... Uh, maybe go in a completely different op- uh, uh, direction offensively with the scheme or whatever. Hire a new head coach, hire a new offensive coordinator, clearly, because they just fired uh, Ken Dorsey. But, no, I do I do not think that they're at the point right now after winning division after division uh, at 5-5 five and five, uh, looking to get rid of Josh Allen. No, I do not think so. 877-337-6666. All right. A half hour left. You can hit me up on Twitter at CMACWFAN, and you can give me your phone calls at 877-337-6666. We open it up to whatever the end of the show. We're close to the rapid fire. We got baseball. We got football. We got Jets. Yankees, you know where I stand on the Cashman comments. I thought it was ridiculous, the stir it's caused. And with the Jets, a game against Buffalo now that seems a lot more winnable than it did before Monday. And... More comments from Aaron Rodgers. And now he's even got the Jets. Uh, he's even got the Giants in his mouth. So it's always fun when he steps on the set of Pat McAfee. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Commissioner Bud Selig announced today that third baseman Alex Rodriguez of the New York Yankees has been suspended without pay for the remainder of the 2013 championship season and postseason and the entire 2014 championship season. You tell me why I should serve one inning. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. This is what it all boils down to. Cashman just needs to put a ring on it. That's it, man. Cashman just needs to put a ring on it, and everything else will be hunky-dory. Because, listen, I, I, I do think you can defend your thought process while still saying, like, it's like, you know, if your wife sends you out to the store, you come home with the wrong thing. You're like, well, what happened? I, well, listen, it's my fault I came home with the wrong peppers, but I, I thought at the time you were looking for those peppers. Remember we had that dinner that one time and it was the peppers you liked? So I thought those were them. Like, you could still defend your thought process at the time while taking blame for the actual product on the field, but 
doesn't matter. None of this matters. And while I think Stan's being sensitive, if he's really upset and his agent's really upset, I think they're being sensitive. I do. He is injury prone. It is part of his game. Sorry. You get paid $30 million a year. It's part of your game. And he still called him a great hitter. I think many people would be, I think there's a portion of the people who are upset with that latter part of the uh, uh, comment because he hit 100, he had under 200 last year. And if you look at his last 162, he's 162 games, he's a 180 hitter. Thought Cashman was being kind, calling him still a great hitter. Teddy in Babylon. What's up, Teddy? This narrative where you can't talk about players is insane. Like, I don't. I don't understand. I, I don't understand why he can. And th- that comment wasn't like, "Hey, he's killing us with these injuries." No. I mean, what a mistake I made the day I traded for him. It's just like, hey, injuries are part of his game. We got to do our best to limit them because we need them. Like, what's wrong with that statement? But what you, you think? You think Stan doesn't know that if he <laughs> if he's rounding if he's rounding second. He's going to blow a hammy? Yeah, and of course. Like, and, he, and, and that's why I said... upset? I'm upset that you can't hit a, a, a damn double. And, and that's what... I completely out. agree. And I, I'm telling you right now, they've had this... When Marco asked me to say it to your face, I'm telling you, last year, I have no doubt in my mind. I don't know for sure. I wasn't told this. But I'm, I have no doubt in my mind. They had a game plan not to run hard. There is no way he was out there loafing it like that and not it not being discussed by the team. It was, hey, I, we don't want you to pull another hamstring, or I'm a, like a, like a combo of I don't want to pull anything. We need a, we need you. We I need to be here. Let's we're just not going to run hard. That had to have been part of the discussion. He was he was speed walking around the bases. So the yeah. idea that they didn't discuss the idea that he's dealing with the idea of of being injured at any moment. Of course they talked about this. I don't think I think you were right. I think he was just trying to be nice by saying he's a great hitter because I I don't think he's a great hitter anymore. I really I, honestly, I still I think, I he think he can be, anymore. and I don't want to trade him away or give him. I don't want to trade him away for ten cents on the dollar, and I don't want to give him away. I don't want to cut him. Uh, I still think he can be, and I'd rather have him on the team, watch him fail, and then make him a, the the highest uh, priced right handed pop off the bat off the bench <laughs> you've ever seen. I'd rather do that than just give him the away. You want to hit her? Yeah, I mean, listen, I understand that. And I'm I'm frustrated with him on some level, but I still think he can be very, very good. And I've seen him carry teams, and he's been their best postseason hitter. I still think Stanton's valuable on this team. I don't want to just get rid of him. Now, if someone offers me a, a viable trade that I'm not eating all the money and Stanton's willing to move his no trade, I'm open to it, of course. Right. But I, I don't think that's plausible, and I'd rather keep him than give him away. But these comments I mean, I, as if something like, now, oh, Who's going to want to come here and deal with cash when he takes snipes in the meat? Like, it's absurd. It's absurd. I hated that whole press conference, and I actually, I'm actually, I actually like it. I, I like taking shots to the player sometimes. Not every scenario deserves a shot at the player, yeah. but in some scenarios, yeah, I, no, listen, I think some players need to get take, take a shot. Yeah, there. I agree. I, I, I'm, and again, this, uh, I, I don't think this is necessarily taking him to task or like, you know, no. holding him accountable because it's it is injuries and, and they happen. But at the same time, like when talking about Stanton, the idea that but it's been like two two and a half years now, almost three yeah. years now with uh, No, it's every single year. He misses time every single year, other than I think eighteen, and he was dealing with an arm he was dealing with a shoulder injury down the stretch of that year, but they were missing so many guys and missing judge that he he battled through. And he's a tough guy, and he's been a good Yankee for me, and I respect that he's stood in front of his locker every single time. I don't think the Yankees should be out to disrespect him. I don't think injuries are a part of his game 
we need to get him back on the field as much as possible because he's a great hitter. I don't find that disrespectful at all. Like that's the, that's the thing. Like it's it's almost being taken as that's a shot at him. I don't see it that way. Could he have not said it? I suppose. So anything you say at all that could have not been said, if it has the slightest tinge of truth or tough love in it, it's an insult. It's it's an insult just because he he had an option not to say it. So it's an insult. I don't I don't see it that way. And I don't think he's blaming him for the year. I don't think he's saying he's injury prone. He ruined our whole season. When it comes to Stanton, he's injury prone. It's part of his game. We're going to have to do our best to limit it because we need him. There's nothing wrong with that. There's just nothing wrong with it. And I find the reaction to it ridiculous. And the statement from the from his agent baffles me as well. Like this, this the statement that. You know, and listen, he's. This was the statement from his, uh, from Stan's agent, who obviously the main part of this story, Joel Wolf, who is also the agent of uh, Yamamoto, the pitcher out of Japan, who the Yankees highly covet and would love to sign. I read the context of the entire interview. I think it's a good reminder for all free agents considering signing in New York, both foreign and domestic, which is clear, both foreign and domestic, that play for that team, you've got to be made of Teflon both mentally and physically, because you can never let your guard down, even in the offseason. Well, as obvious as the statement about Stanton is, this one's just as obvious. Yeah, you got to be tough to play here. That's that's the way it's always been. Going back to Ed Whitson, like, you're not breaking any news here. Like, yes, you have to be tough. And if he's just throwing it as a, a thing across the bow, okay, well, like, there's another angle to this. So you're saying... If Yamamoto doesn't sign here, he's not tough. You're designating players who don't. All your clients now who don't sign here, it's because you in, you told them, hey, you're not tough enough for this. I'm sure they'll love that distinction that you put on them. And oh, I would have went to New York, but my managers, my agent said I wasn't tough enough. Like who's gonna who's gonna run and say, oh yeah, no, I don't. Um, I don't think I can go to the Yankees. I'm just not mentally tough enough. I. I checked, and I'm made out of human flesh and not Teflon, so I think I'll go play for the Cardinals. Please. There's all a bunch of crap. This whole thing's a bunch of crap. We we were calling it crap when, when other people said it. When the narrative around was that the Yankee fans are too tough and it's too tough to play here because you're booing you're booing Judge in the in the playoffs and oh you're you're too hard on Hicks you're too hard on Gallo when that narrative was thrown around everybody went this is BS yeah that's right you have to be tough here we're New Yorkers you want to come play in New York you got to be a tough New Yorker when it's somehow related to Cashman said something you see you see. You're making it, nobody wants to come here now, Brian. You're making it too tough. Why would you say that? Look, look what you did. Anybody else says it's too tough to play here in New York or even insinuates it, we go nuts. But because the guy was a reaction to a Cashman comment, yeah. Why are you making it so tough here, Brian? So stupid. Tony in Staten Island. What's up, Tony? Hey, good morning. How are you? Good, how are you? Um, good, thank you. Um, I'm glad. Look, I don't, I, maybe it's me, but do we hear any other GM speaking like Brian Cashman? No, not this, I mean, not, not this offseason for sure, no. Brian Cashman has gone to, a little rogue here. 
Well, he's gone rogue, and I do understand the agent. If you're going to have a general manager, I don't really think that's conducive to a player wanting to go to that particular location. Um, and besides that, Stanton is clogging up this entire DH spot. He can't run anymore, so forget the outfield next year. The Yankees need to add by subtraction. Cut the man, eat his salary. He's doing nothing to benefit the scheme. They'd be better off without Michael Stanton. That's the end well, of that his name story. Is, his name is Giancarlo Stanton. Um, his name is Giancarlo Stanton. And I don't think, I don't agree with you. I still think they're better off with him. He's a good hitter. They need good hitters. I don't know if you notice, they don't have any. I think he can still be a good hitter. If he's not, I don't think he's guaranteed anything. I'll give you that. If two months in, he's hitting 180, he's on the bench. And then maybe release him or something. I don't know. But I'll go into the year giving him the benefit of the doubt that he can figure out a way to get himself healthy and get himself strong to start the year and still hit. And if he's hitting 180, then he's the bench. Then he's on the bench. And he's the most expensive right-handed pop off the bench you've ever had. It sucks. It's not ideal. But I don't think they're better by just cutting him. I don't, I don't agree with that. I still think there's value in there. And I, and I, I honestly, I, I don't think the, the statements from Brian Cashman were that bad. Like, yeah, there are things you don't want to say about. But, I mean, he's out there defending Volpe. Right when 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 the when the young talent is being questioned, when Peraz is being questioned, when Volpe's being questioned, when all the young you know there he is defending Volpe. Hey, you hardly had any of this. Wait until when so when Volpe has a great year this year, what are you going to say? He's defending Volpe. No one wants to say, hey, there he is out there defending Volpe, defending the guys. No, but he says Stan is injury prone. It's part of his game, but he's still a great hitter. How dare he? How dare he go after a player like that? I'm not trying to tell you Brian Cashman's great. I'm telling you, I want, I want this all gone. I'm tired of these arguments. Believe it or not, as much as it sounds like I, th- I thrive on them, I don't, I don't, I don't love them. I don't want, I don't want the fan base hating the team. Like, I'm tired of this. And I do think Brian Cashman has made nothing but bad moves for two and a half years. Easy, going on three years. Not a damn, not a single good one in the bunch. And that combined with not being in the World Series since 09, time to move on, done with it. I'm good with it. But I just, I, that's not, I'm not going to stand by and just, I, I, and accept the double standard. If any other GM in this town, any other GM in this town said something about an injury prone player that everyone hated, no one would bat a freaking eye. No one would bat an eye. Nobody. Nobody. But Brian Cashman said it, and he, it wasn't even that bad. Like, if, if Brian Cashman had said, listen, Stanton is killing us. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. You know, last year he missed all that time, and when he was back, he was awful. He's a major part of our offense, and he was an absolute zero for us. And moving forward, hell, I don't know what we can count on him for as far as I'm concerned. He's, he's, he's eating up $30 million worth of payroll and hardly playing. I mean, we're we're in a tough spot with Giancarlo Stanton. Yeah, all right, that's unnecessary. But the comments he made were just, he's injury prone, and we need to try and do our best with it because we need him. Maybe I'm not reading between the lines enough. I'm open to that prospect. But Eddie and Rockland, what's up, Eddie? Hey, Mac, it's going to be all right, man. Yeah, thank you. I was I'm trying my best. Think- I was gonna, I was gonna sing the Annie song tomorrow to you, 
It'll come out tomorrow. Don't worry. I'm not worried. Are you? You need to be worried about your Jets, though. They got to figure this they're out. Not my, they're not my Jets. I've been just hoping the Jets play well before I croak, and I see them in the at least the representing the Super Bowl. But let's talk about you. I'm always two years ahead of the game. They're they're sure. just worrying about. So I've always said that about you, Eddie. You're a visionary. That thank you, back. I know, and. Um, on GMs and coaches and future quarterbacks, do you have a list of names on future GMs or coaches? Because I just come up with Harbaugh, and I'm wow. always the one to think that you should pick the coach first. Let's bring the guy who's going to bring the scheme in and let him pick the GM, not the GM pick who the coach is. Hmm. Because the coach is bringing the game plan, really. Well, so, yeah, I mean, but then you, you hire a GM and you pick a uh... A yeah, coach that you coach like that the, the GM likes the, that game the plan. Is, the coach is bringing the game plan, so the the guy should work for the coach who he should pick, just like uh, Parcells. Typically, the guy, I, typically, the guy's I, doing the, yeah, the I, guy's doing the game plan, and he should be uh, the the GM. Should yeah, be no, typically, I don't agree with you. Uh, oh, I, I think just on a face value, that comment I disagree with, but there are guys. That I agree with clearly. There are names like I think Harbaugh being one of them. You want to hire Harbaugh and then get a GM that he can work with. Yeah, I mean that kind of makes sense to me. That makes sense to me as opposed to getting because that's not the kind of hire a GM would make. That's a hire an owner would make. You know, that's a that's a franchise changing kind of hire because of his his stature and the power you'd probably have to give him inside that organization. He would be the face of the organization much more than the owner. Same thing with Bill Belichick. I think Bill. Bill Belichick's days of a, as a GM are over. If I, I would, I would entertain him being the head coach of my team. I wouldn't entertain him doing both. So if you're going to hire, you know, if you're going to hire Belichick, sure, hire your man, hire the head coach in Belichick, and then figure out the GM. So there's a handful of names where maybe you know Bill Cowher back before. Now it's too late, but you know a handful of years ago when Bill Cowher would always be mentioned for a job. Sure, you're going to hire Bill Cowher. Okay, then you hire then you hire a general manager after Bill Cowher. There are certain guys, but for the most part, you know, just hiring status quo guys. No, I think it depends on how you want the hierarchy in your organization to be as an owner. I would think mainly you want to hire a GM, get your organization running in place, the head of your guy, and then get the guy who delegates the the scheme and the team. But there are a handful of names where yeah, and and you named one of them in Harbaugh that yes, you can hire the coach first and then get the GM, but. I'd prefer it the other way if we're just dealing with, you know, Coach X and GMY. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. And he takes the snap. Back to throw. Under pressure. Avoids the rush. And he's going to fight out of it. Still fights out of it. Now throws it deep downfield. Wide open Tyree. Who takes the pass. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right, 451, only a few minutes left. 877-337-6666. Jim in Long Island, what's up, Jim? You're on The Fan. Hey, hey how's it going, bud? Uh, Let's yeah, go. I mean, you know, I, I've, I've given up all my angst about... Uh, Zach Wilson, I'm just letting it go. But the, you know, the Jets actually, 
uh, control their own destiny now. I mean, they have two games against the Dolphins. If they found a way to win, they could, you know, they could be in first place and stay in first place. But the one thing I did want to mention is just, and I don't care about, uh, you know, Rodgers and Boyle and what their influence was. Um, and I like Joe Douglas as a person, and he's done a lot of good things for, for the Jets. But his uh, willingness to ha- after they were moving away from Zach Wilson, to have him as the backup quarterback mm-hmm. is absolutely the most reckless thing that I've seen a gen- uh, general manager do, a New York Jet general manager do. And it, you just couldn't do that. And, and he did it, and he created a scenario in which if we did have a reasonable backup, there's a good chance we'd be, you know, uh, seven and two now, or at least six and three. Yeah. So, uh, and we're not going to go forward with this kid. I mean, listen, I respect the fact that they're sticking by him, and they're going to, you know, their reputation and their their jobs are probably going to be based on what this kid does in the in the uh, with the rest of the season, regardless of what you know Rogers does, because Rogers doesn't take us to a Super Bowl next year. They're gone, uh, absolutely gone. But yeah, um, I don't know if that's what. Yeah, yeah but right. I don't know if you could say their jobs depend on what they do. Like I agree with you. First off, your first comment's hundred percent true. Of all the stuff that happened, without question, the biggest flaw of this whole thing was Joe Douglas not having a better backup and not having another quarterback in this room uh, that could, you know, even more than not giving it a. Uh, it ended up not really being the offensive line that got him hurt. I mean, it's four plays in, and. It was a chop block that ended up going awry, but I mean, it wasn't even that bad a sack. So people were arguing, "Oh, you can have this older quarterback. You don't have this. You have a terrible offensive line. This is how you're going to protect them." That was like, even that wasn't my main problem. The problem was if something does happen, how is Zach Wilson the guy? The same guy you benched for Mike White. The same guy that the team celebrated when Mike White was brought in. Like you can't have this guy come in and try and save your season. If Aaron Rodgers goes down now, I didn't think it would be four plays, but uh, my fear was they're seven and two, and he's gone for three three games because he he did something. He's banged up. He broke a rib. I don't know, but he missed. He needs three weeks off, and they're they're you know six and three, and it's like the last thing you want to do is be six and six because Zach Wilson stinks. So I agree with that. It ended up being a, an entire season, but I agree. I agree. That was the biggest problem was allowing the, and the thought process to, to do it in the hopes of having this straight run of 15 years of quarterback play from the Jets was just ridiculous. It was a ridiculous thought from the beginning. It's a ridiculous thought now. But you say the coaching staff is going to be hung up. I don't think it. I don't know if it matters what they do the rest of the year with Zach Wilson. Like I don't know if it matters. This whole thing was running on the the Aaron Rodgers show. I mean, I know they brought in Hackett first, but Hackett's here because. To try and entice Rodgers, he gets Rodgers. He's won MVP. Rodgers won MVPs with Hackett, which he reminded you in the interview with McAfee again. Like this whole thing, it's like the season's just made. Make the most of it because we're waiting for Rodgers to return, whether it's going to be December or next year. And the idea of hey, what did you want us to do? We had Zach Wilson. Like you know, like how how are they going to fire Hackett with that with 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 Rodgers coming back? Like. And then how do you fire the head coach and keep the offensive coordinator because Rodgers is coming back? Like, I don't think – I think they're safe no matter what happens this season. I think people were thrilled they were 3-3, three and 4-3, three, and three, and now they do have an opportunity. They, they do. I think the Bills are absolutely beatable. They do not look like themselves. They're banged up defensively, and the quarterback and the offense that just fired their offensive coordinator is, is probably going to continue their struggles. Like, the Jets have an opportunity to actually win this game. Miami, we'll see. Miami, I think they have a, a possibility because if you could shut down that offense, 
Although the defense has played, you know, fairly better and didn't get run out of the building in Germany against Kansas City. But if you can slow down their offense, that's how you beat them. That's the heart of their team. They need to be a front-running, score a ton of points, throw the ball all over the place. And every time, every time they've come up against a good, deformable defense, they've not been able to do it. They have beat up on bottom dwellers. They have fed fat on the, the dregs of the NFL. When it came to play Buffalo, loser. When it came to play the Eagles, loser. When it came to play Kansas City, loser. Can this defense give you that kind of performance and limit what Miami is? Sure, it's possible, but not if you get the same team that lost to San Diego and the Raiders. Bobby and Elmont. What's up, Bobby? All right, McAdoo. How about uh, Grand Funk Railroad opening for Led Zeppelin? Now, Rodgers signs with the Jets. He brings his friends in. I mean, doesn't Rodgers have any friends that are offensive linemen? And now Cashman calling out a player. I think that's a signal that Yankees ain't going to be spending any big money. What do you think, Big Mac? <laughs> I love it. It's always, it's always a signal for failure because that's, I mean, it's just unbelievable where we are. Why, why does that mean they're not going to spend any money? <laughs> Hopefully they're going to trade for Juan Soto. Everybody tells me that Juan Soto is getting traded, right? Every, I've never seen it like this before. I've never seen every single newsmaker and, and uh, you know, story breaker all tell me that they are positive. Not me personally. Tell us, should I say. Buster only, 100% he's getting traded. 100%. Jeff Passan does this whole story. He's getting traded. Unfortunately, the the, the owner just recently passed away. And, uh, Peter Seidler just recently passed away yesterday, uh, at the age of sixty three. Um, and I the they just borrowed the story broke a couple weeks ago. They borrowed fifty million dollars to to pay some payroll off. So the thought is they they've openly talked about getting under a two hundred million dollar threshold or somewhere around there. And right now, with all the other contracts with Machado with Bogarts, with Tatis, uh, all these other contracts, like the, the the easiest way to help get underneath that is to trade Juan Soto. So everyone seems to think it's going to happen, and really, here's my take on it. If the Yankees don't do it, shame on them because they have now passed. I mean, if you, I know they got Judge, right, and he'd be homegrown kid, becomes the best hitter in baseball. They go out and sign him. Great. Had to do it, did it. They went out and got Cole. In 2018, they traded for the aforementioned Giancarlo Stanton and all the money that took. But ultimately, they have not won in a long time, and they passed on Harper, and they passed on Machado, and they really haven't been the high price. Go out and, you know, they've they've allowed shortstop to be IKF. If they allow Juan Soto to be moved somewhere else, when they have pitching prospects, when they have prospects, to a guy like 25 years old who fits them perfectly... That will be what you want. You, you finally want to hear me just go off on the Yankees and Castro? There we go. Then I'll do it. Juan Soto better be playing for San Diego or the Yankees and nowhere else. That's it for me. Thank you guys for calling. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Fliegelman. Tomorrow at midnight, five hour midnight ride all the way to 5 a.m. So we got five hours tomorrow. Looking forward to it. Talk to you guys then. Enjoy the rest of your thir- uh, Wednesday, that is. And I'll catch you tomorrow at midnight. Be well. Enjoy your day. Sports Radio 101.9 FM.